Hello everyone and welcome to another Group and Football Review A-League post-game show back after about a four and a bit month hiatus. It's James and Adam here as Scott's deep in the bowels of Seabus Super Stadium at Ravina for Warren Moon's first press conference as a Brisbane Raw manager. Adam, well, firstly it was a 1-0 loss for the Raw thanks to Ospig's early goal. What were your thoughts on the match? Look, I think it's a game of uh, missed opportunities, I think. Um, like I said, in the Raw... Other than sort of, you know, the first sort of 10 minutes where they were very, very shaky, so very unsure of themselves, it was a good performance without sort of results. So, look, after 121 days, you, you can't, really can't be that um, that critical. But, uh, yeah, look, it's going to be a game that goes down to, you know, missed opportunities, I think, will be the buzzword coming out of this uh, contest. Yeah, 100%. Like, I think if you're looking for a headline for this match, it's basically Rusty Raw left to rue missed opportunities for a little bit of alliteration as well there. Yeah, look, I think that's exactly, I think, you know, look, and let's not um, sort of give, give all the, so I guess the, they'd be down the result from the Raw. I think um, the, the one opportunity that stands out that, you know, the Raw had was the Jay shave free kick that was, you know, brilliantly saved by Paul Izzo in the first half. And that, that's probably the difference there. He made, he made a couple of good saves and I know his charity would be very, very happy to start with his performance. Yeah, that's it. I feel like 20 bucks, you know, per se for a charity, What you know, maybe was a little light at the start of the match, but with the amount of work that he got through tonight, I think that actually might turn out to be a fair number. No, I think it's, I think he uh, went too low on that. I think 20 bucks is not enough on some of those saves. Look, he, he's, uh, he made a couple of good saves as well and sort of marshaled that his own penalty area and really didn't give the raw attack as much chance. So look, I think at the end, I think he's the clear man of the match um, from that. But again, sort of yeah, raw sort of lacking a little bit of that cutting edge. But you know, like I said, you know, you can, after, you know, with all everything that's going on, you know, with obviously new coach, the the long delay, it was always going to be one moment that was always going to decide the game. And Christian Opseth's goal was was the difference in the end of the day from a great cross from Ryan Strain. Yeah, that's it. It was a pinpoint cross and really not much that any of the raw defenders could have done. It just eluded Tom Aldred at the near post. And Ospith just made the perfect run to get to the ball first. And Look, you know, I know plenty will love to, you know, criticise. I think it was Scott Neville who was marking him there. But in the end, that's one of those instances where you've just got to give credit to the striker for making a perfect run and getting his head on the ball. Absolutely. And then it was, it was a quality finish as well that, you know, you'd probably there wouldn't be too many strikers out there in the A-League at the moment, especially at this time, this situation that we're going through that would have, you know, taking the opportunity and it's, it's a game of opportunities at the moment as far as you know the resumption I think we're going to see that you know, for at least for the first maybe 10 12 fixtures of this resumption that it's going to be opportunities and the team that takes it the most is going, are going to be the ones that are going to be successful I think once they get back into a rhythm then it's obviously the best skill the best contest but now at the moment yeah like you know Opseth was going latch onto the header and then ended up being the game winner after six minutes that's it and you know I feel like on the balance of play, the Raw probably created more opportunities. They really started to grow into the match after about 20 minutes. You could probably also see, you know, the formation still looked largely the same as what we saw under Robbie Fowler with a few little uh, tactical tweaks from Warren Moon. The point I actually that uh, left out for me was something that I believe it was Scott said on the emergency podcast you guys recorded late last week when Warren Moon was announced as the uh, new coach of the Brisbane Raw. 
was it talking about how the fullbacks were going to have a lot more attacking freedom getting forward. And we definitely saw that. Corey Brown had the Raw's first shot on goal, and Jack Hingott, I think he spent as much time uh, up next to the two strikers than uh, anyone else did. Yeah, it looked, it looked a carbon copy almost in in a way to, you know, right to the, so I guess the best of, of of the Robbie Fowler era being the three three at the back and the two wing backs going forward. And also as well, it did look, look a lot like, you know, Lions of old as well, where you got the two wing backs just bombing down, down and down. Um, yeah, Jack Hingard and Corey Brown, you know, were definitely sort of getting very, very high, you know, in, in attack. And also as well to their credit, you know, they, they also did defend fairly well. They did get caught out a couple of times, but I think the cover defence from you know Tom Aldridge, especially, you know, sort of thwarted any sort of real sort of you know, opportunities that the uh, the Adelaide were going to take to try and exploit the um, two wing backs going forward. Absolutely, and you know you see that as well. That might be a bit of an evolution in the roles of the three centre backs that they're going to have: Scott Neville, Tom Aldridge, and Macaulay Gillespie. At least while he was on the pitch before he looked like he hurt his hamstring, mm. um, and that was. That might be something where they're going to probably have to cover a little bit more, but I don't think that's anything that's beyond their capabilities by any stretch of the imagination. And, you know, maybe when Danny King gets involved a little bit more as well, he is that screening midfielder as well, and he'll probably pitch in for that for that role too. Yeah, look, if, hopefully it's not too bad. They've got now a 10-day break until the next game against Melbourne Victory in Sydney. So it's obviously a lot longer turnaround. So hopefully, you know, nothing too serious with, um, with uh, Gillespie there. Yeah, that's it. And at this point in time, obviously, everyone's just going to be a little bit overly cautious when it comes to players' health and whatnot. Any little twinge, just play it safe here. I don't think that's going to be anything too dramatic. And he seems to be moving pretty freely getting off the pitch. Yeah, that's the one thing, having sort of eight, eight, nine on the bench is that, look, you could probably, you probably could, you know, sort of juggle, shuffle the deck a bit and, you know, and maybe start, start you know, a... Um, a Jordan Courtney Perkins, perhaps you know, in that role, or even there's also Daniel Bowles. I think I'm not sure where status is, but yeah, he might be injured. I, I'm not sure he was in this squad tonight, but um, I don't think it was. <laughs> not that I remember anyway. No, um, Sunday night. We'll so, just but, let that go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but look, the point point being is that they've got plenty of options sort of there to cover it. So, and you're right. I think it's going to be a whole squad thing at the moment, while so they're getting it back to match fitness on a regular basis. So, I think yeah, even if he is injured, um, it's not too long term. But um, Warren Moon's got plenty of cover there. Yeah. Oh, for, for sure. And you know, centre back is one of the deepest positions. I do wonder as well, maybe going forward, we'll talk about this a little bit more on the regular Brisbane Football Review podcast, but I wonder if at some point he's going to say, screw it, I like a back four, we're going to go to a back four. Yeah, look, um, that's maybe with an, maybe an injury may force that, that change of thinking. Um, look, again, they weren't too bad tonight, uh, the Raw. I think, I think obviously it might, it might be a bit of a you know, overreaction. So like I said, missed opportunity is going to be the word to be used on that. But they look, they weren't that bad. And I think, again, one opportunity that we're missing, they didn't take a few of their own. I don't think Warren Moon's going to be panicking too much, but maybe that injury may, may cause a rethink. Because I think, um, I thought Danny Kim on debut was very, very good. And I even think Matt Redenton in the first half was very serviceable. I think he, he had a very solid game as well. So I think you know, they can they can maybe afford to actually have both Danny Kim and Matt Redenton actually start you know, together you know, if they need to in those uh, in that screening midfield role. Definitely. All right. Well, I just want to get to one last point as well. So a lot of the debate about the Roar has been what's their best attacking combination. And I feel like they had two of the three there tonight, and that was Scott McDonald and Brad Inman. But uh, with them was uh, Dylan Wenzel Hall. So to his credit, ran his butt off and actually, 
uh, created a couple of really good chances with his work rate. He had a uh, header that forced a fantastic save from Izzo in the first half as well. Yeah, look, I'm, yeah, it's, a, it's a tough one because I can see the hard work that Dylan Wenzel Halls is doing. Yeah, he's really sort of, you know, he did you know, create a few sort of moments there for the Adelaide defence. You know, like I said, that the header um, stands out as a big chance where he forced, you know, Izzo to parry it away around his post. But, um, yeah, I just don't know. The, the Yimman mcdonald um, Wenzel halls combination, it just, it just seems to be disjointed from time to time. Um, it's sort of as working as a unit. Obviously, um, Wenzel halls had that it's of individual flair. But, I just yeah, I think he maybe he might be more suited at the moment to come on as that impact player where the structures are not so sort of defined. But, uh, look, again, um, he... he they all had good games. I think Inman might be was probably a bit below his standard. I think Scott McDonald may be sort of you know, getting tired by the end of that end of the match. But um, yeah, look, I'm yeah, just looked solid on that those three as a unit being being you know, sort of the, the best sort of attacking unit that Raw has. And I think that may have to contribute a little bit. Like I said, that's no that's no sort of slight on the individual players themselves. I think they all had decent performances. That's it. Well, I think it's fair to say, like top to bottom, that whole team was definitely a level or two below where they were when the hiatus kicked in, but that was absolutely to be expected. I think we've seen it happen with just about every team in uh, football mm. since their competitions have come back, whether it's, you know, Liverpool yeah, or <laughs> any other, or, you know, any other side down to, you know, state league two or whatever, four months off is going to, you know, ruin your match sharpness. And I think to their credit, Adelaide at least had that one moment of, you know, that one flash that made the difference in tonight's game, which is quite is a little disappointing from a raw perspective, but it's far from the end of the world. And as we talked about in our podcast last Monday, they still have plenty to play for. There's still a chance of getting second place, admittedly a little bit slimmer now, but obviously now it is just a case of get ready for the finals and make sure that you're in the best position possible. And that's all they're going to be able to do from here. Yeah, look, I think at the end of the day, yeah, they, they don't need to be too downcast about it. Like I said, that's just the great thing about their form going, you know, into the, going into, you know, from the turn of the the, uh, the year into before the pause was that they were were one of the best you know, performed teams in the league as far as their form goes. And that's obviously built up you know, a bit of a buffer. You know, obviously Perth is now sort of starting to emerge. You know, they're just behind them in, in fourth place. But at the end of the day, it's just a matter of, look, get get the points, get a result, you know, one of the next one of the next you know, three games. Look, they'll be playing finals football, I dare say. Um, and I think it's just they're building up for that. And then, like I said, all systems go, because I think um, the final series is going to be you know, anyone's. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think we're going to leave it there for tonight. We've got a whole lot more to cover uh, as the week goes on. We've got our NPL restart uh, coverage to get to as well and our regular podcast. So quite a lot more talking to do. So yep. I think we'll leave it here. Yep. And also Scott um, is at, at the press conference and the, um, the audio from Warren Moon's first uh, press conference will be up later on our platforms. Definitely. And uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Obviously not the result we were hoping to be discussing, but either way, it's good to have football back no matter what, right? It is. All right. We'll be back later in the week. Uh, everyone enjoy what's left of your weekend. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you later on the Brisbane football review. All right. Uh, we'll be yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, the commitment that the boys did, uh, showed in that second half, especially, you know, we had our backs to the wall for large periods of that second half. And um, 
the desperation and the willingness to fight for each other was, was fantastic. How important, I mean, you got this run of five games to try and get into that final spot. How important was it to get off to a winning start? Um, yeah, very important. You know, tonight was um, a big game for us. Um, the first one, getting confidence, um, also a little bit of fitness in us and, and have a, a bit of belief. You know, um, when the season finished, we were um, struggling a little bit. So the boys lost their, their belief, I suppose. And, and tonight, um, this will make the team grow. And I guess, all the performance of the goal, you had a minor disruption during no, Paul's a, a fantastic keeper. He's one of the best keepers in the league, and he showed that tonight. Um, some of his saves were were excellent. You know, top draw that one in the first half that he saved was was excellent. So, um, you know, he's a great in the change room um, with the boys as well. So, you know, just saying earlier, um, I think the boys he was had to um, twenty dollars a save he was paying tonight. So, um, I think the boys made sure he's going to put his hand in his pocket. How much time did you have to really work on the shape and changing things up? Um, because obviously you had a bit of time, but some of that would have been with non-contact training. Like how much of it is, have you tried to challenge? How much yeah. of it is it just getting that confidence back up? Yeah, look, um, there's no secrets out. Defensively, we were quite open um, before the break. And so this um, four weeks of training leading into tonight's game, we spent a lot of time working on our back four, on our shape, our discipline, and I think it showed tonight. You know, the way we defended tonight was, was excellent. Scott, do you have a question? Val, uh, any questions? Yeah, I have. Carl, how are you, mate? Yeah, good. Um, you've got a knack of winning on debut. I think this is your audition as a coach. This is the third time now... For Adelaide United, I remember 203, 205. Now, tonight, what is it with that, mate? Oh, same scoreline as well, 1 0. So, uh, yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, look, as I said earlier, um, tonight we had to make sure that we got the three points, you know, to give us that um, belief in ourselves to go on. And, you know, we've got a tough run, the five top teams. And, you know, I've said to the boys, you know, leading in tonight that um, we'll make the finals and we'll go in. You know, we have a good chance to win. Marco, Dr. Yeah, g'day, Carl. The other day, Bruce came out and said, it's like a, this last part of the season for you, it's like a dress rehearsal. Um, if you, you know, if you can do well and bring the, bring the Reds in, um, into the six, that, you know, the job's probably yours next season. Does that add to the pressure for you? No, not at all. Um, you know, my job is to, you know, to come in and make the team, improve the team. You know, if we make the finals, we make the finals. But it's just not about um, win-losses. It's also, you know, there's a lot of other things that will go into it. You know, I've had a good chat with Bruce and Nathan. Um, there's a lot more to what the club, are, the direction the club are looking to go in. Um, so there's going to be more, more to it than just the win-losses. Uh, one more question I had, Gus. Got, I think it's Wellington, Sydney, Melbourne City, one other little Perth. Perth. So, I mean, it's as tough a finish to get there if you get there as you can get. 
it certainly is and we knew that coming in and um, so that's why it was so important tonight to start on the right foot um, so now you know as you say we go into next week Wellington's game you know the football they played the other night was was excellent so it's, I'm really looking forward to that now if he's a very good mate of mine so uh, I'm looking forward to challenging him on the park next week and in terms of yeah, yeah. So we um, fly to Sydney tomorrow, and then we're we're in um, Sydney in the hub life for for don't know how long. Um, hopefully till August um, thirty. Uh, Warren, obviously not the result you want to win, but I mean the performance was there. Perhaps a little bit of a bit of rust that we'd expect after something. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, obviously no one likes to lose, and we're disappointing, obviously, but. Um, Apart from the first 10, where we probably started slowly, we, we were quite good, we controlled the game. Uh, I, I thought our keeper was probably best on ground. You know, we created the chances and it was um, just not to be, just not our night. How much have you been able to sort of, I guess, impart what you want from this team? I mean, it feels like it's really only about four weeks that the team's been together. Yeah, look, it's, um, I, it's a good question. I, I think in terms of what I've imparted, it's not too much. Uh, as a group and as a collective of staff, we've continued on what we felt was the best best way forward with this group. Uh, and you can see tonight there was there was a lot of positives around the performance. So uh, we we made a conscious effort not to change too much. And like I said, the performance tonight for me, you know, despite the result, was positive. Tom, you have questions? Yeah, um, congratulations for your point. Spoke to Going into a hard situation now, obviously that's a huge change. It's a change, you know, being an AE coach is a big change, perhaps having that sort of lack of um, experience in the AE as a coach probably help you going into this sort of situation? Because realistically, it's almost a tournament scenario now, it's a tournament in Sydney heading into finals. Well, that's how we see it, you know, but it's uh, the length of the tournament, so we're going to treat it as a tournament style um, format. Uh, we're going to make sure that um, as a group we're very together and we'll uh, work very hard to improve on tonight and try and uh, put things in place that will uh, obviously help us be successful in the next game. Danny Kim, obviously, gave him his debut too. You've never seen coaching today. Um, what did you think about Danny's performance? He certainly did the behind the pace, and I guess it's a supplementary question to that is what about the other players coming from the NPL into the A-League? Well, first thing on Danny, I thought he was really good. He came on for his debut, he did very well. Uh, but what I know about Danny is he'll get better. Uh, that was just the first glimpse for him, and obviously he'll learn. There was a couple of times there where he'll probably look back on think he should have done better, and I'm sure knowing Danny, he will uh, he'll improve. Um, regards to other players in the NPL, well, my belief is always and has been there are players good enough, but you know. That's a conversation for another time. Yeah, I thought he was good as well. You know, I, I thought, you know, if you look at the game as a whole, we were, we were quite good. We were in control of that game for large parts. Um, the first 10, 15, like I said, we were slow to start. We got punished. Uh, we worked our way back into the game, controlled it, created the chances. Um, but unfortunately, you know, on the day, we weren't good enough to take it. You mentioned a slow start, 
No, not really. I think uh, the players were excited. They've been excited for weeks to get going. Uh, they had the right attitude, right intensity tonight in the, uh, the warm-up. Uh, sometimes that happens. Uh, it's hard to say what it is. All I know is for the next 75 minutes, we were very good and we had more than enough chances to turn that around. I noticed when the caller came on, he seemed to be sort of indicating sort of soreness or something more sinister in the hamstring. What's... Oh, look, it's in the hamstring area. Um, well, I have to wait and see what it is. I thought he was excellent uh, up until that point. So uh, hopefully it's nothing too serious. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see on that. Val, any questions? Mute myself. Yeah, inside, mate. Hey, how are you, Warren? Congratulations on, on the gig. Um, Inzo made, I think, eight saves all up and maybe in any other game there should have been two or three goals. And then near the end, we saw a replay of Mohamed Toure and it looked like the ball actually hit his arm and then it went out for a corner. Was that a penalty? And just with the Izzo situation, in any other game, you would have scored goals. I mean, what can you do to, to actually make sure they go into the back of the net? Uh Hit him harder, probably. Um, <laughs> but um, look, he's a good goalkeeper uh, and he had a great day. Everything went for him today. We, we created the chances and, um, and you know, our boys will probably look to be more ruthless next time. Um, but we created the chances, which is a pleasing thing and the positive that we take out of it. Um, but uh, yeah, like, like I said, um, he was the best player on the park because he made eight crucial saves and uh, unfortunately he kept us out. Uh, in regards to the penalty, I think we can probably all agree it was. Um, but, you know, as is the case, it's uh, no VAR. And um, from where I saw it, his, his arm was away from his body. Um, but, uh, you know, that's the way it is. We move on. We had plenty of chances to win that game, uh, regardless of that decision. Any questions? Yeah, good day, Mooney. Should there be... Do you think that the VAR should have been taken away? Uh, it's irrelevant to me, mate. That, that, that's the decision. Do you know what I think? I think that um, as a group and the collective moving forward, we'll, we'll make no excuses for anything outside of our control. Uh, we played well. We created plenty of chances to win that game. Uh, and we'll take the positives, but we'll try and improve on that. Um, so when we're in those positions again, uh, we're there to win those games. And, and, and mate, you, you sort of... Are you waiting until into the last 10 minutes to make those, uh, those two changes up front? Why didn't you make those changes a bit earlier? Look, I thought we were in control of the game. I thought the players we had in the park were doing well and, and we were creating chances up until that point. Uh, but obviously, you know, we're not in a normal circumstance right now where, um, you know, with the layoff, you don't know where players are at. So the players that came off were performing well, but we didn't want to risk any uh, uh, risk of injury. So... We made the changes. Uh, I thought the boys that came on all had an impact. Um, but I thought the players that started the game also did very well. Are you going tomorrow to uh, Sydney? Are you going to stay in, in Brisbane for the week? I believe that's been confirmed. We'll be uh, leaving tomorrow.